The myth of the savage savage declaring war on peace. Donald Trump once said, Man is the most vicious of all animals, and life is a series of battles ending in victory or defeat. In accepting his Nobel Peace Prize, Barack Obama said, War in one form or another appeared with the first man. At the dawn of history, its morality was not questioned. It was simply a fact, like drought or disease, the manner in which tribes and then civilizations sought power and settled their differences. Unquote. When I heard these antiquated, discredited ideas articulated by such an intelligent, educated man, I was reminded of Mark Twain, who wondered, quote, whether whether the world is being run by smart people who are putting us on or by imbeciles who really mean it. Unquote. A third option would be that the world is being run by smart people who have been misinformed by generations of scholars who were promulgating nonsense. Archaeologist Raymond Dart, famous for having discovered the first fossil of a human ancestor in Africa in 1924, added some memorably gruesome visuals to the NPP when he described early humans as carnivorous creatures that seized living quarries by violence, battered them to death, slaking their ravenous thirst with the hot blood of victims and greedily devouring liquid, livid, writhing flesh. Hope you saved some room for dessert. When not gorging on the hot blood and writhing flesh of their prey, our ancestors were presumably salivating over one another. A piece on the New York Times by science journalist Nicholas Wade assures readers that warfare between pre-state societies was incessant, merciless, and conducted with a general purpose often achieved of annihilating the opponent. In a book called Demonic Males, Anthropologists Richard Wrangham and Dale Peterson characterized modern humans as, quote, the dazed survivors of a continuous five million year habit of lethal aggression, unquote. No wonder Obama bought into this ubiquitous narrative. The Neo-Hobesians pre present, three, present three primary types of evidence to support their view of endless prehistoric war. Number one, Primatological data drawn mainly from chimpanzees with whom we shared a common ancestor about 5 million years ago, hence Rangam and Peterson's 5 million year habit of lethal aggression. Number two, anthropological data supposedly showing that contemporary hunter-gatherer people reflect the supposed brutality of our ancestors. And number three, archaeological findings that they believe demonstrate persistent warfare extending back many millennia. It is hard to say which leg of this stool is the wobbliest. I'll take them in order. Primate Evidence Pointing to chimpanzee group-level conflict to explain the origins of human war is a powerful rhetorical device. If war, <clears throat> if war is an expression of something embedded so deeply in us that it goes back millions of years before our ancestors diverged from the lion leading two chimps, 
who sometimes engage in lethal group aggression, then war must be innate in our species. But there are serious problems here. First, it's subtly, if deeply, misleading to describe chimps as our closest primate cousin without mentioning bonobos, our other, equally intimately related primate cousin. Bonobos tend to get mentioned in guarded whispers, if at all in these sweeping declarations about the ancient primate roots of war. There are plenty of reasons easily embarrassed journalists might want to avoid talking about bonobos, which as their penchant for mutual masturbation, their unapologetic same-sex behavior and occasional incest, as well as the general bohemian shamelessness and leisure that pervade bonobo life. But the biggest inconvenience occasioned by bonobos may be the utter absence of lethal aggression among them. No war, no murder, no raping or pillaging, no infanticide, no support, in other words, for the primate origins of human war. Given that a common ancestor eventually evolved into humans, chimps and bonobos' basic scientific and journalistic principles would seem to require that the bonobos' deeply anti-war ethos would get as much attention from serious authors as a result of... Basic scientific and journalist principles would seem to require that the bonobos' deeply anti-war ethos would get as much attention from serious authors as accounts of chimpanzee brutality. But that's not what happens. In the New York Times, articles mention when chimpanzee go on the warpath, June 21, 2010. Bonobos are mentioned just once, 12 paragraphs in. Dave, rather Wade, describes the bonobos as Quote, the chimpanzee's peaceful cousin. Bonobos are mentioned just once, 12 paragraphs in. Wade describes bonobos as, quote, the chimps' peaceful cousin, unquote. While chimps themselves are described as having a joint ancestor with humans, thus creating the impression that the human genome shares more with chimps than it does with the bonobos, which is simply false, chimps and bonobos both descended from the same common ancestor that split from our line. So if one is our cousin, both are. There is no scientifically justifiable reason to downplay or ignore the importance and relevance of bonobos in any discussion of the primate origins of any human characteristic or behavior. Bonobos are at least as relevant to human behavior as are chimps, if not more so, given the many traits we share with them and them alone. The bonobos' absence is conspicuous and not only in discussions of war. Look for the missing bonobo anytime a somber, Authority figure claims an ancient pedigree of hum for 
human male violence of any sort. See if you can find the bonobo in this account of the origins. The bonobo's absence is conspicuous not only in discussions of war. Look for the missing bonobo anytime a somber authority figure claims an ancient pedigree for human male violence of any sort. See if you can find the bonobo in this account of the origins of rape from biological anthropologist Michael Giglieri's oft-cited book, The Dark Side of Man. Man did not invent rape. <clears throat> Excerpt. Instead, they were very likely inherited rape behavior from our ape ancestral lineage. <clears throat> rape is a standard male reproductive strategy and likely has been one for millions of years. Male humans, chimpanzees, and orangutans routinely rape females. Wild gorillas violently abduct females to mate with them. Gigliari mentions four great apes in support of this deep primate roots of rape thesis. Imps, chimp, humans, chimps, gorilla. Gigliari mentions four great apes in support of this deep primate roots of rape thesis, humans, chimps, gorillas, orangutans. But there are five great apes, bonobos are unmentioned, despite the fact that rape has never been witnessed in this species over decades of observation, not in the wild, not in zoos. Bonobos aren't the only primates that undermine deterministic views of primordial pandemonium, even famously quarrelsome macaques and baboons can learn to live peacefully if the right social pressures are brought to bear. Franz de Waal has written has written about 